Hey everybody, how's it going? You know what I want to talk about today? It's pet peeves. And you know what my biggest pet peeve is? Well, it's probably not my biggest, but it's like definitely up there. It's know-it-alls. I cannot stand know-it-alls. And do you know why? It's because I am a know-it-all. <laughs> You ever hear like people talk about how, or let's say, have you ever met somebody that you absolutely cannot stand? Unless you're like honestly the nicest person in the world. I don't believe that you have never met somebody that just from the minute that you met them, you just absolutely loathed them. And you couldn't explain why. Most times, well, the internet has told me and things I have read, well, my own personal theory is that you cannot stand that person because they exhibit behaviors that you hate in yourself uh yeah i know we're trying to get away from uh self-hating behavior but as i always say we are a work in progress and nobody's perfect as our queen hannah montana has preached to us all and yet i struggle with being a know-it-all being a know-it-all seems fairly innocuous but i will say that its true danger is that it has a cumulative effect It's not like the one time that gets to people, it's the multiple times over time that gets to people. And then they reach a point where they're like, you know what, I've had enough and we need to take a break. But I'm not going to tell you that in words, I'm just going to disappear. But maybe that is just my own insecurity postulating and assuming that's why these things happen in life. But anyway, I'll tell you a little bit of a story about a time that I was an absolute jerk know-it-all. And it was a small thing, but I'm sure it was one of many times I had been a jerk know-it-all. And I think about it a lot. I think back on this time, this one particular incident, frequently. And I just kick myself. I know the point is that you're not supposed to kick yourself. You're supposed to look back on the time, on the story, on the memory and say, hey, we're not going to do that again because we don't like when we do that. And that is called growth. But some of us are slow to grow, I think. So anyway, I'll just tell the story. But also, welcome back to giving you everything. I always want to say giving you anything. Just a slip of the tongue. I'm just too open, too willing to give. Ah. Yet another thing I hate about myself. Just kidding. Okay, for real, I'll tell the story. So, in college, I, for part of my college career, at some point in it, I lived in an apartment with two other girls my age. And these are probably out of all of my roommates that I had in college, the two roommates that I got along with the most because they were the nicest and they probably did not like me but were just very nice to my face. But I still love them. I still think about them fondly but I always feel like I was the roommate from hell Um, because I would do like really insensitive and idiotic things like I would grill a big effing slab of swordfish on my George Foreman grill in the middle of winter in the house without opening the windows and it was just atrocious 
grills gone wild. But you know what? Who isn't a vile monster when they're in college? We've all been there. It's a lot of growing pains during the college years. But anyway, I had these two lovely roommates and this was a big deal for me in my life because it was the first time I lived in an apartment independently as an independent woman that had a kitchen in it. Before that, I had lived in campus dorms that were more just like rooms, like rooms in a boarding house. I lived in a brownstone the first two years of my college career and I ate at dining halls and I never really cooked for myself. I had a microwave and you know I would like mess around with that microwave BS. I would also do weird things like I would make soft boiled eggs in my microwave. Gross. It sounds gross but I really enjoyed it at the time. The absolute pinnacle of culinary sophistication. Lots great source of protein, okay? Not helping yourself here. But this was a turning point in my development as a young adult. I was living like a big girl in an apartment in the city and we had a kitchen. And so naturally, what do young people do when they have a kitchen? You host dinner. So we decided to cook dinner together as a group. And I invited some of my friends over to join us. And the idea was that we would prepare the dinner together and then we would enjoy it together. You know, adult stuff. Um, But not like that. You know what I mean? Anyway, we had decided that we were going to make like a, a ground turkey pastas, like a kind of like a bolognese sauce, but with ground turkey. So we had tomatoes, we had ground turkey, we had pasta, but we had no real recipe. And I will say that uh, one of my roommates was Italian and had studied abroad in Italy and was Kind of like I would say they were both foodies. Both of them were foodies. And I have like close to zero cooking experience. Lest I remind you, a year before this, I was microwaving eggs, raw eggs in my microwave. So I'm definitely no culinary expert. We're cooking the dinner. We don't have a recipe. And I'm like stepping into my knowing all-ness. And I think the problem is that like I'm so used to being by myself as an only child that I'm like, I can take charge of this situation. I know what we need to do, even though I've never done it before. And it's going to be great. And you don't know what you're talking about because I have so much conviction. I know that I've got to be right. Also known as delusions of grandeur, one of the afflictions that plague only children. the sauce we've got the ground turkey we're browning it in the pan and then we're trying to incorporate the tomatoes and we're seasoning it and my roommate says oh let's add some wine and let's add some salt and i'm like no 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 this turkey is already seasoned like it's gonna be salty so we don't need to add salt and it comes up a few times i'm pretty insistent and by the time i finish preparing also there we go again it's not just me we're working as a group but by the time the dinner is finished we plate it up and we eat it is the most bland dish i've ever had in my life you know you've ever had like ground turkey that's very cooked it's like rough and rubbery dry and tasteless it tasted exactly like that but like put some wet tomato on top of it not to get all technical here but like eraser shavings plus salsa minus taste 
and that's exactly what we ate and we just ate in silence and then of course like after a few moments of awkward silence passed i say to everyone accusingly why did you let me stop you from salting the sauce and i just think back on this and i'm like dang you were such an asshole There was no reason why, like, you knew better how to make this dish, first of all. And why why did you feel the need to, like, shut down other people's recommendations or their ideas and whatnot? In the end, everyone suffers. Most of all, you suffer because you're just, I don't know, bur- actively burning bridges over small things like a turkey pasta sauce. And, yeah, it's just such loathsome behavior. <laughs> And I've just been thinking about, like, you know, being a know-it-all. And I've come across a lot of other know-it-alls in my life, and it's like battle of the egos. I see that they're a know-it-all, and I know that they're a know-it-all because I know it all. And I just see right through them. And I'm like, you know what? I know how to handle this person because I know exactly who they are, and they don't know what they're doing. And it's just like this weird, crazy loop of, like, mirrors. Or, like, you think about a hall of mirrors. It's just like you everywhere. And you think you know where you're going, but you actually are going to walk headfirst into a mirror. Bruh. So that's how I feel about my pet peeve, being a know-it-all. An interesting metaphor for your megalomania. And the reason why did I even want to talk about this? It was just something on my mind because, you know, I'm always thinking about self-improvement. Or I guess it feels like everybody's always thinking about self-improvement. Or maybe that's what happens when you spend too much time on YouTube. But it's just, it's hard to kick that particular personality trait. And I think the thing that's crazy about this particular bad habit negative characteristic let's just call it what it is being a know-it-all is that it really is it takes self-awareness and yet the inherent characteristic of the flaw is that you lack self-awareness so it really is like being in a hall of mirrors i one time went to san francisco's famous Fisherman's Wharf and like insert the collective groan because Fisherman's Wharf is like the most tourist trappy place that you could possibly go. Well, one of, yeah, actually I think it's the number one most tourist trappy place that you could go in San Francisco and I love it there. I just love it there. I love how fake it is. I love all the gimmicky, weird stuff. It just really makes you feel like you're on vacation. Because, you know, like, when you travel to other cities, they all have, like, their own version of that. Like, world's biggest corn maze, world's biggest ball of rubber bands, and um, make your own bottle of colored sand. 80% American seaside classic. 100,000% not worth it. Every single major city in the world has their own version of this. And I went many, many years ago with one of my childhood friends. Like, we've known each other since kindergarten. And we decided to go to Fisherman's Wharf. And we went to the Hall of Mirrors. Inside Fisherman's Wharf, there's all these, like, different attractions. There's obviously a Bubba Gump restaurant because every tourist trap needs a Bubba Gump restaurant. 
restaurant and there's a little shows there's an ice cream shop there's they sell a lot of kites there but like one of the attractions there is the hall of mirrors and the hall of mirrors is actually like like most halls of mirrors a pretty small space and obviously it's dark and then it's got all this weird lighting and it's kind of like spooky ooky in there and they give you these plastic gloves so that you don't put your handprints on the glass and so the two of us were like ready to run in there and I was so confident that we were going to make our way out pretty swiftly and boy was I wrong and not only was I wrong on that level like underestimating the mirror's ability to confuse and trick us and trap us but I also on several occasions was frightened by my own reflection and I just remember like walking through the maze and seeing somebody to the side of me and screaming. Game over. I let out a literal yelp and guess what? It was my own reflection. And that's kind of how I feel like bad habits or pet peeves that you possess, such as being a know-it-all kind of work. It's like, ah, I hate seeing this in other people and even in myself. And sometimes I scare myself with how bad it is. And yet I can't find my way out of it. I can't stop myself from getting lost in it. And eventually I think you'll make it to the other side but it's really hard when you're like so deep in it because when you're a know-it-all you're very absorbed in your own thoughts and your own perspective you don't really see the big picture kind of like being in a hall of mirrors and I guess the irony of it is that when you're a know-it-all you know the least and you think you know the most but you will never know the most because you're so busy swatting away information from other people and other sources because you think you have it covered that you'll never actually know it all and I think like our minds have so much capacity for growth and understanding and conceptual ideas but when you're a know-it-all you're never gonna get there because you're so busy shutting everybody down so that's my little story for today do you hate know-it-alls too is that because you're also a know-it-all and how do you deal with know-it-alls let us know let us know it all by leaving a review on apple podcasts or sending us an email at givingyoupodcast at gmail.com we want to hear from you because we're trying to get over the fact that we don't know it all and we need to know what you know (laughs) share what you know anyway this week let's cheers to um self-awareness that's number one clink personal growth that's number two clink and tourist traps like fisherman's wharf clink all right everyone thanks for hanging out with me and hope you have a good week i'll talk to y'all next time bye